0: The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-Shirt Designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty.
1: My partner Ken Johnson and I got to interview Doug Feiger of the NAC a couple times. This time was in the early 2000s, and Doug and the band were about to play here in Las Vegas. This interview was great fun because Doug talked about the band's beginnings, his famous lawyer brother, Jeffrey, and what the song My Sharona was all about. Of course, the interview got a little dark and twisty towards the end. I hope you enjoy this throwbackness episode with Doug Figer of the Knack.
2: Ah, guess who's on the phone? Doug Figer of the Knack. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Oh,
3: good.
0: Uh,
2: so good to have you on the show.
0: Where, we, uh, where are you right now, Doug? Where are we talking to you I'm from? I'm in my
3: home in Woodland Hills, California. Oh, my God.
0: Sounds so
2: plush and nice. Uh,
3: well, it's warm.
2: <laughs> well, and imagine we can get to Vegas. <laughs> we remember when "Get the Knack" hit, man, and, and imagine our surprise several years later when we found out you weren't really the Beatles.
3: Ah, uh, well, imagine my surprise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've had you on before, Doug, and I can't remember what you said about the whole reason that you guys were set up to look like this the black and white cover and the well, thin ties the black ties. and white
3: cover was because that was a black and white photograph that was taken of us I mean that, that that's as, as deep as that one got it was uh, actually yeah. the first photo that was ever taken of the band oh. we were together about a week and the back cover photo was a tongue-in-cheek Play on the idea. I mean, we're t- we're going back twenty three years now. You were right. together about a week when that was taken. When the first, when the cover photo was taken. Yeah, yeah. we'd been together a week. Uh, and actually, that photo was taken by a uh, a woman named Randy Saint Nicholas, who had never taken a photograph before. She <laughs> has since become one of the biggest photographers and video directors in the business. Has done videos for, for everybody. Prince. She was Prince's. Uh, official videographer for many years, and uh, I mean, she's photographed everybody. But that was the very first photo she ever took in her life. Is that she why borrowed you're... a camera, borrowed a studio, and took that photo because we could not afford to hire anybody at the time. The back fo- uh, photo of Get the Knack, though, was a tongue-in-cheek play on the idea of what the next big thing was going to be, Right. because that was a that was one of those buzz phrases. What's the next big thing going to be? Right, and our, right. our point was the next big thing will be probably just like the last big thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because before you guys it was the Bay City Rollers. You know, everybody that they put them on the Howard Cosell show and yeah, said that they were going to be, be the Beatles. Then, you know, and, and
3: and to us it was just a joke, and had we sold 50,000 copies, everybody would have gotten the joke and, you know, thought it was a, it was a funny, you know, punk statement and the Problem was we sold almost six million copies, and then suddenly we were the Beatles and
2: how in the hell does something like that happen?
3: good music, I guess <laughs> that people yeah. like yeah okay <laughs> I mean, I-
2: but there 's lots of good music that doesn 't get heard I mean how, this, this has got to be like kismet of some kind How well, the hell was,
3: I mean it was a confluence of uh, of uh, events, and uh, our time was just right and my Sharona was the right record for the right time and It immediately, I mean, it went from being not played to being the most played song on radio in one day.
2: You wrote My Sharona?
3: With Burton Avery, yeah.
2: Okay. How did that, did that pop into your head while you were sleeping, or that riff is so, uh, you know, contagious? Well,
3: actually, Burton had the riff for, uh, he claims, a few months, but I I remember that he he had it for a a couple of years Uh when we were just writing songs together before uh, I put the knack together, and... I didn't know what to put with that beat until I met this girl, and as soon as I met her, I knew what to do with the, with the beat.
2: And was her name Sharon?
3: Sharona. Her no, name no. was Sharona. 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 Eve Sharona Alperin is her name, actually. Okay. Fun. Everybody called her Sharona, her family and everybody else.
2: And so it's pretty much a biographical song about your love for Sharona.
3: The first two albums basically are about Sharona. <laughs> 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 Actually, <laughs> she's one of the biggest real estate agents in Los Angeles now.
2: <laughs> no, kid- well, no wonder she can just you know play the song and say, "That's me. Want to buy a house?" Yeah, well, see, her-
3: basically uh, that that works. You know, she sells houses to the rich and famous, and uh, Craig Kilborn has had her on his show.
0: Ah, cool. <laughs> That's amazing. So, her and the photographer have the knack in their portfolio. Yeah. Is she yeah, still yeah. hot, or did she get fat?
3: Oh, no, she's great. She's uh, married with a kid, but she looks great. I saw her at a friend's birthday party last Saturday, actually, and she looks wonderful.
0: You know, the song uh, itself is one that most people didn't get tired of. It just, It didn't have a burn. There it, it was something about it that you could listen to it over and over again.
3: Well, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. And, uh, you know, it seems to be... Well, we play what I would consider pretty timeless music. It's not really dated. It, it It's not of a particular time. We could have been from the late 50s or the middle 60s or the early 70s or the late 70s or the 80s or the 90s, or now. You know, the the music is, is basically, you know, it's just straight ahead rock and roll. And, mm-hmm. uh,
2: it had a resurgence, especially with that song. Wasn't it Reality Bites that brought that back for right. another uh, generation?
3: Right, and a lot of people, a lot of people from that generation, never realized that it had been a hit before and that's you know they think of it as being a 90s hit
0: that's why yeah. yeah yeah what what is the makeup of the band now
3: uh it's original band except we we've had a, a um a procession of drummers kind of like spinal tap you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joe Stumpy Peeps and a yeah, right. uh, big, <laughs> tall, blonde geek with glasses.
0: And Bruce Gary, is he back with you guys? No. At no. This Bruce week?
3: Gary hasn't been in the band for 15 years.
2: What's he doing?
0: Last time we had Bruce in the studio, he was with some configuration of a Ringo Starr band or something like that at that point.
3: Perhaps. I mean, he, he does things every once in a while. I haven't spoken to him in a, in a long while, so I, I don't know... What is he's it, doing? Have you guys
2: had a falling out or something? Or?
3: No, you know, we, uh, the truth is is we were never that good friends to begin <laughs> with.
0: <laughs> How was the band put together? You said that the, the photo was taken and you'd only been together for a week.
3: Well, Burton and I had been writing songs at that point in 1978 since 1973. So we'd been writing together for about five years and making tapes and stuff like that. But not. we'd never put a band together to go out and play uh I'd known Bruce since like 1971 he was like the first musician I'd met when I moved to Los Angeles from Detroit after my band broke up that I had come out here with and uh Prescott was this guy that Bruce knew from England and I just was intrigued with the name Prescott Niles I had to meet the guy <laughs> yeah. who, who was named Prescott Niles and he turned out to be a marvelous bass player and I was a bass player before the Knack, and in the Knack I decided to play rhythm guitar, so I asked Burton to teach me basically how to play guitar. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, so he did, and uh, Prescott moved in on bass, and that's how it happened.
0: Is it easier to sing, lead, and play rhythm, or, or is bass the preferred...
3: Oh, no, it's much easier to sing and play rhythm than it is to sing and play bass. But bass I, I is I've like a... been doing that for you know, probably... 13 or 14 years before that Mm -hmm. uh so i mean i was i was able to do it it just it was a hassle
2: (laughs) but yeah because bass is kind of like a solo instrument if you're doing it right
3: exactly exactly and uh you got to really kind of concentrate you can't jump around you've got to really be there you can't you know let your hands do the talking
2: so you uh you getting as much pooty tang nowadays as you did in the old days oh
0: uh, you
3: know, I can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, does
0: that mean you're married or you're still single? No,
3: I, I'm divorced.
2: You're divorced.
0: Very yeah, nice. Right, I'm happily right.
3: divorced. Okay,
2: yeah. so you're all set up for whoever, whatever groupies want to show up. Be, I, this week. you know,
3: we we uh, we're a equal opportunity employer here.
2: Yeah. So you'll be on the lookout
0: when you play at the Orleans.
3: Ah, is that where we're playing? That's
2: where you're playing. Yeah. It's a it's a great room. You really like it. Very cool. Have you uh, invested all the money back when you made uh, your fortune? Well, and are you pretty well off? And can you? you know,
3: I do. I do very well. I I have a very nice house and. uh you know, money in the bank, and so I can't complain. Well,
2: very good, because we have a habit of charging for interviews for people who can afford it, and so if you'd like to make a donation, we'll give you the address yeah. after we uh, hang up with you.
0: Well, do you see any money coming from your famed attorney brother, Jeff? I don't see any money
2: from, from him. Does he ever have a nice barbecue, at least, and have you over?
3: You know, he lives in Michigan, so yeah. and I don't eat meat. Okay, right. well...
2: Have you watched his show, the uh, the show where he's
0: on with the other attorneys? You know,
3: I've never seen it. Just a, People just have told as me well. about it, and uh, <laughs> and my brother, the Jerry Springer of lawyers. Yes, well,
2: <laughs> <laughs> did you ever get to party with Kevorkian?
3: I, you know, I've met Jack many times. He's, oh, a, yeah. he's a very interesting and funny guy. He's a, got an incredible sense of humor, although he's probably not laughing too much these days. No, no. I can imagine. Yeah. He's in <laughs> yeah. Jackson State uh, Prison for ten years. I mean, That's amazing.
2: You know, I can imagine that guy who threw the uh, poodle out in traffic or the Bichon Frise or whatever, you know that guy I'm talking right, about? I heard about that. Yeah, him in jail. Now, he's a tender morsel, but I'm wondering, you get in a geriatric guy like... Uh, like Jack. Is he going to be appealing to those guys uh, just from a celebrity standpoint, or are they going to want to leave the old... Uh, you know, stuff along.
3: I have no idea what you're asking me <laughs> about here. This is really...
2: Dark. I'm talking uh, geriatric shower room <laughs> stuff.
3: It's you know? really dark. Man. Yes, it, yes, it is.
2: Well, uh, these are he, things we all consider and have to face. They might ask to him to
0: help him kill him. Yeah, that's true. He, he knows how to Would do that. Would you be
2: afraid to uh, to <laughs> get a little booty tang from uh, <laughs> from, from doctor tang, doctor death? I mean, come on, that'd
3: be scary. <laughs> ah, it seems, boy. I, you know, I don't even want to go there. I all was, right, well, um, you
2: do want to go to the Orleans, and that's the most important
0: thing. Absolutely. I think. You know, d- right. Doug, do you guys have a? a New contract as far as the CDs and stuff. We have
3: concerned? a, a uh, new record uh, coming out uh, in at the end of September. It's an album called "Normal as the Next Guy." Uh-huh. Great! And then we have a live album and DVD coming next year. How
2: is the right. music? Is it strong? Because it seems like you know sometimes when you hit, especially, it's like a curse to hit as hot as you hit. Because a certain what-were-we-thinking effect overcomes the audience after a while, and a few a few <laughs> albums down the line don't sell as well, you know what I'm well,
3: saying? Well, you know, it, we, we were blessed to have one of the biggest records of all time in my Sharona, yeah. and uh, Get the Knack sold, like I said, almost six million, probably over six million by now. And it was the number one album, and the single was number one worldwide. So that's it's a kind of a hard act to follow, but we had many hits after that. Uh, our second album sold two and a half million copies, and uh, you know we had top uh, 30 hits. We had a top uh, 10 hit 10 years ago with a song called "Rocket of Love," but. All of these things are overshadowed by my Sharona, and sure. that's what people seem to re- want to remember, and that's fine. You know, we don't, so, we call it the Golden Albatross.
2: Yeah, What's, imagine. So, how it, long do you stretch it out like Inagata, Devita, and Kaiser? Then? Oh
3: yeah, I bet we do. Uh, you know, a thirty-minute uh, drum solo in the middle, line dancing, all that's that great. stuff. You
2: know, bunny, <laughs> bunny hop in the middle. I can say that.
3: Well, I know. don't think so. We play. We play things very, you know, very straight and and and. We don't, uh, you know, people come to hear the songs that they know and love, and and we... Play them like they know them and love them. And I wonder
2: well, if uh, Doctor Death is doing the bunny hop right now while we're talking
3: to you. <laughs> you just won't give that up. <laughs> no, you? We, you how yeah. can
2: you? It's fascinating when you think about it.
3: You
0: know, uh, but there is a certain burn on records. We we've, we've played classic rock for years, and the, there is a "what were we thinking?" kind of oh sure feel to those. And songs even with the ones, now.
2: even with the ones that we did, our our classic monster from the planet Pud uh, burned out after just a <laughs> couple of months, and we were really shocked at that. <laughs> Doug, we can't wait to see you and the guys here tonight, and uh,
0: where else does this tour take you
3: uh well we've been playing everywhere we're going to uh we just got back from hamilton ontario in between doing this album and uh before that we were in uh some place in new jersey and we're going to uh uh some place in manitoba outside of winnipeg who knows where else all right right. Well, well good luck to you guys but we're looking forward to coming to Las Vegas. I love Las Vegas, one of my favorite towns. We're
2: honored you're stopping and all that stuff.
3: Well, thank you so much. Well, cool. All right,
0: Doug and the band, The Knack, at the Suncoast, Saturday, July 28th at 8. Doug, thanks so much.
2: Thank you. Take all care, right. man. I got a monster in my pants and he comes from the planet HUD. I got a monster in my pants
1: and he comes
2: from the planet
1: HUD. I got a monster in my pants, and he comes from the planet Pod. I got a monster in my pants, and guess where he comes from? The planet Pod. I got a monster in my pants, and he comes from the planet Pod. Everybody, I got a monster in my pants, and he comes from the planet Pod. Pod, 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 comes from the planet Pod. Put, put, put. that's where it comes from, the planet put. Most morning shows would have ended with some knack music, but when you've got the monster from the planet Pud in your pocket, you unleash it. And I love the reference to the Craig Kilborn Show. Hope you enjoyed this throwbackness episode of The Fake Show podcast with Doug Figer of The Knack. I'm Jim Tofty. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.